Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Today on CityCast Pittsburgh. It's that time of year where everyone seems to be celebrating coffee. But if you missed out on National or International Coffee Day the last few days, there's still some time to enjoy festivities here in town. Pittsburgh's Coffee Week kicks off on October 15th, and we've got the inside perspective on how to order efficiently, what's actually a good tip, and what it means to be kind to your favorite baristas. It's Thursday, October 5th. I'm Megan Harris, and here's what Pittsburgh is talking about. I'm with CityCast producer and resident fancy coffee enthusiast, Sophia Lowe. Good morning. Good morning. And Clarissa Espinosa Delgado, who I am very lucky to know. Hi, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Clarissa, how would you describe your experience with the Pittsburgh coffee scene? Uh, Very much involved. I've been a barista at several cafes, um, Mm -hmm. just to name a few. I've been at Commonplace, La Prima, Coffee Tree, Convive. Um, I'm now at Time Machine, so I'm not really doing much barista work anymore, but still kind of front of house. Um, But that said, I am a regular at a bunch of coffee shops. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I like that you've got a little distance now. You've been able to think about it. Yes. (laughs) What about your palate? Um, Like, what kinds of tastes do you like in coffee? Um, I I usually do like a black coffee. I I think that's pretty standard for me, but also I do love espresso. I think, for me, milk is like kind of touch and go. It depends on the day, how brave I am feeling. (laughs) Um, Are you a dairy or non-dairy person? I'm a non-dairy, but I'm trying to be dairy because I <laughs> I, I appreciate the fullness of like a cappuccino. But yeah. um, that said, my usual go-to drink now is kind of like an espresso tonic. So just cut the dairy question altogether. Just Interesting. Tonic. That's like a very specialty product, I feel like, especially here in Pittsburgh. Yeah. There's a few places that have them now, but even like an espresso soda. Sophia, what about you? What is your relationship with coffee? No professional experience. I just really <laughs> love to drink it. And yeah, Megan, what about you? What kind of coffee do you usually drink? My my tastes are much more, I feel like, blasé. I, the more milk, the better. Uh, I like slight sweetness, not overwhelming. But I almost always make it at home. Like getting it out of my house is a truly special experience. So I'm excited to hear your recommendations. Um, Clarissa, we brought you here because we want to know how to be better customers, sort of an etiquette guide to local shops, maybe, um, and how to not be a pain in the ass for our neighbors behind the bar. (laughs) Okay, let's go. Uh, First up, the ordering process for fussy coffee drinkers. How many instructions or special requests are too many? Like, you don't want to be the person that's holding up the line. Yeah, no, I get that. I mean... I would say, like, as a barista, I have a pretty complicated order myself because I know the way I like things. So as long as you're being polite about it, if you do recognize there's a line behind you, maybe it's not the most appropriate time to go into full detail. But at the end of the day, baristas mostly want to make sure that your order is right the way that you want it. So if you, if it makes sense to give more instructions, then albeit just be, like, 
please and thank you, you know? <laughs> totally. Um, but don't, like, don't think that they're going to stop the world and make your drink, like, perfectly right if they're in the middle of a rush. Like, they'll try their best, but also just recognize the situation around, I guess. Yeah. As the expert, do you calibrate depending on, like, how many people are in the room? Like, if it's a peak hour, maybe your drink is a little bit simpler? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I would say, like, sometimes if you're in the height of it, if you don't get latte art, like, that's... That's probably why. You shouldn't be hurt. Like yeah. you didn't offend someone because <laughs> yeah. it's not like a beautiful leaf or, or yeah. heart or rose. No, it should still taste right. It should still <laughs> taste right. Fair enough. <laughs> so what's the most complicated drink that you've had someone order from you? Oh, God. I think when I was like 18, I was working in Fox Chapel and I had like an older man want like a 200 degree uh, skim snow foam latte, which... It is impossible, really, because skim is like, <laughs> just going to foam up no matter what. But also, I think at a certain point, like if you're asking for something over like 180 degrees, just microwave it at home. Yeah. Isn't that like <laughs> lawsuit territory, 200 degrees? That's darn uh, near boiling. Yeah. 180 is when milk starts to boil. Yeah. Um, I've only made that a few couple times in my life. Very carefully so, not to burn myself. <laughs> but I think as far as like any customization request goes, like nothing's too annoying except for maybe like the the very high temperatures or like a very specific like ratio of calf to decaf. Yeah. Have you ever had someone order something and you're thinking to yourself, this is going to taste disgusting, but oh. I will make it for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> Give me an example. I think there are a couple like chai tea lattes mixed with matcha, which I know is a trend on TikTok. Oh, but I don't like that. I Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm not going to mix this too. Is there any pairing that isn't on menus really often that you'd recommend? Kind of the flip side of that? Back in the day, I don't know if places still have this, but I used to really like a, a Mexican Coke with espresso and maybe like a little bit of lime or some type of like acidity booster. I don't know if many places do that, though. Um, that might be like a barista special, like behind the bar. There's always a barista special. Yeah. Something to try at home for me then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so I am lactose intolerant, so I always order non-dairy options, but there's an upcharge. And I've always wondered why. Like, that seems pretty common now to offer a lot of non-dairy options. Yeah. Why are you being targeted for your lack of digestion? If there's a reason, I am happy to pay so my tummy doesn't hurt. <laughs> I know. It's heartbreaking. But it, I think it's mostly at the end of the day, just the, the cost of getting that oat milk or whatever type of non-dairy milk. I think a lot of those milks are very processed. Um, so they are kind of just like more expensive to begin with. And then you got to think about like shipping it. Um, to that coffee shop. Um, there are places that make their own oat milk and maybe not charge for it. Um, there are places too that just generally have stopped charging it for it too and just kind of like eat up the cost and maybe price the coffee a little bit higher to make up for it. Kind of along those same lines of non-dairy milk. Um, like I said, there's different options. Like I usually go with oat milk, but sometimes I do soy milk or something. With a hot latte, is there a best non-dairy milk to have? So you get that same foaminess and richness. I would say oat milk. I think oat milk's pretty standard. A lot of coffee shops, if they're going to offer any non-dairy milks, it's usually oat milk is on there. Um, maybe almond as well, depending on like the brand. Um, but usually oat milk steams honestly just as good as whole milk. And so if people are looking for decaf drinks, are there any drinks that you can't do a decaf version of? I would think decaf iced coffee, cold brew is kind of rare. It's just kind of harder because if you're not selling all that then you're kind of losing the money behind of it but like a decaf iced americano totally fine hmm. um I, I would say if you're getting like really specific and asking for something like quarter decaf 
<laughs> maybe just send it. Just just get all caffeine. Um, maybe don't drink the entire thing. Uh, but like half calf is usually not a problem. Hey, Pittsburgh. Behind those stately red doors on Bingham Street, the brilliant minds at Pittsburgh's City Theater have a brand new stage show for you. It's a modern revamp of the Shakespearean classic Hamlet. Fat Ham follows a young queer black man named Juicy, whose father visits from beyond the grave to demand Juicy avenge his murder. Check it out through March 24th and get your tickets at citytheatercompany.org. Use code CITYCAST, all one word, for $5 off. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. What about tips if you're out and about? Um, what's required and then like what's just kind? Like if someone goes well above and beyond and you just want to be a nice person? I would say a good rule of fun is like a dollar a drink. I would say it's kind of like I take it kind of like the bar approach. Like you go to a bar, mm-hmm. you get a drink from your bartender, you usually tip like a dollar or two depending on the drink and the service. And I would say the same for coffee because it is usually professionals behind those bars that take this job seriously that want to make sure your drink is like balanced and up to par. So if you're getting something simple like a coffee, like maybe like if you don't have the money to like shell out all the time a tip for every coffee, like that's fine. So long as you kind of just like, especially if you're going to these places regularly, so long as you're nice, polite and like hitting that tip jar every once in a while, I think that's perfect. Totally. So once I actually have my drink, what's the etiquette around being in the shop? Like how long can I stay before I am just being rude or obnoxious? So I, this is situational and it, it is kind of tricky because I'm not going to lie. I love to study at a, as a coffee shop. I think it's a perfect third place, but I think there's a border, like a line, a fine line rather between like doing some work and just like hanging out a little bit and also just like setting up your work from home office at the coffee shop. And there are a lot of people that do that. Like yeah. third place is one thing. Like you're just, you're vibing. Yeah. You needed some safe space for yourself to get away from the world. Yeah. Working and maybe taking a ton of calls yeah. or like being like just a stressed human in the corner banging on the keyboard. Yeah. Different. Yeah. I would say don't do your nine to five at the coffee shop. But if you got some work to do for a couple hours, that's no problem. Maybe one or two drinks. Or if you're sitting at a table and you're not taking up the whole space, like you could... If you see someone looking for a table, you can invite them to sit in and that's fine, too. Mm -hmm. And are there different etiquette rules at a local coffee shop versus a big chain like Starbucks? I think it depends as well. I think Starbucks tend to be hit a little harder with that that college crowd. So you'll it might be harder to sit there. But at local coffee shops, um, there's people really rely on like, you know, foot traffic, getting people in and out, getting ticket numbers higher and higher. Um, So I would say maybe like max like two hours. So now that we know how to be good coffee shop patrons, I want to hear some of your recommendations too. Uh, Clarissa, Sophia, I know that you both like fall coffee flavor things. What do you recommend that we try right now? Um, I really like that predictably seasonal latte at Trace. Um, (laughs) PSL, yes. (laughs) Pumpkin, I'm guessing? I think so, yeah. 
I just had my first of the season probably like a week or so ago, and it was it was delightful. I forget that Trace Brewing has coffee. That's wonderful that they're like open so much now. It's like it's a great resource for that area of Bloomfield. Oh, yeah. I have definitely talked on the show before about how much I love Commonplace's fall specials. The Squirrel Hill location uh, does a brown sugar ginger latte that's really yummy warm. And one drink that I don't think is seasonal but feels very fall is uh, this one from Inkwell I really like. It's a maple latte. You're a, a maple girly, right? I love maple. <laughs> that one feels very mapley. Any flavors that you are really into? Um, I really like the first fall spice. I, I usually get it in my Sproton, but in, a, in like a hot drink, it's good as well. They also have a hazelnut mocha that I tried. I'm not usually a mocha girly, but <laughs> they made me one to try, and I was I was surprised. It was pretty good. Yeah, that's on my list because I love chocolate. Yeah, uh, I tend to be more like the spice. I like the cinnamon, the cardamom, the even clove. I would oh, get down yeah. with on occasion, just like just a teeny bit. Yeah. What about types of places this time of year? Like maybe they have an outdoor space you like that, you know, is like appropriate when it we have these wild swings from 50 to 80 degrees in a single day. Um, or maybe, I don't know, the inside just feels like the right vibe for the season. I think you can't go wrong with most places in the Strip, quite honestly, because most places do have an inside, but also that little bit of that outside seating area. You could also take it to go and just chill in the terminal. But like there's also just that like activity you know yeah. like during the day in the morning it's like the neighborhood wakes up slow and then yes. they're super bustling and then they are done at four o'clock yes <laughs> yeah but in this trip i'm usually going to like la prima de fair saluna there's so many more now too that i just can't keep up with but yeah 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 i think the strip's a good spot to hit all everything you want really i should definitely check out those places a little bit more because usually when i'm on my coffee runs i grab it to go and then go to work so <laughs> i definitely want more of that sit down experience mm-hmm. i mean we appreciate all of your coffee thoughts and feelings when you <laughs> arrive to work <laughs> i'm glad um well, and coffee week of course is coming up um there's a whole bunch of events i was kind of surprised the website is pretty um all kinds of stuff around the city to celebrate i know you were checking out the website clarissa leading up to this um Anything look especially exciting to you? Yeah, there are some packed events, but I'm pretty excited for the coffee cocktail competition at Defer. I think that's that new looks this year. so cool. Yeah. So, what's involved in the cocktail competition part of this? Uh, Have you ever been to one? Do you know? No, this is new this year. They've done coffee and cocktails um, before in the past, where it's kind of just been like featured, you know, like the espresso martini, the coffee old fashioned. But now it looks like they're opening us up to the public, like baristas, bartenders to just kind of make their own coffee cocktail and submit it for this competition. And there'll be judges that choose who wins. Clarissa, I feel like you need to figure out how to be a judge. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say no, but I also would, I might, you know. You might enter. I might enter. We'll we'll see. (laughs) You heard it here first. Uh, Any other events on your radar? Um, There's also a Pittsburgh barista writer reading at White Whale. Um, I also think that's new this year. Um, but that looks really cool. It looks like they're going to like focus on local offers and have some drink specials there as well. Cool. And I don't know if they have a special drink menu for Coffee Week, but one of their seasonal drinks at the White Whale is this corn cold brew that I had. And I thought that was just super interesting. That is something that I would have never imagined. You've been talking about that corn cold brew for days. I'm so skeptical, <laughs> but I would totally try it. Oh, it wow. doesn't like taste like a vegetable or anything. It, I think, has like 
condensed milk in it. I don't know. Like I know. corn soaked milk. I can see that. Like sweet corn. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure what exactly it was. I did not ask about the dairy things, but I know Francesca, <laughs> our newsletter editor, went and asked and said, I believe there was dairy in it. So I think she passed. There are also little corn pieces in the coffee though. You know, if so. you like dehydrated those or added like a touch of sugar or cinnamon, like I can see that like that'd be that would be good. Yeah, but probably not for people who don't want any little chunks in their coffee. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you are looking for specific shop recommendations, we did an episode with a listener. We reached out, Zach Lucas, he and his wife Megan and their baby created this whole ABCs of Pittsburgh coffee map and talked us through their favorites. We'll put a link in our show notes to that and the shops that we recommended today. Clarissa, Sophia, thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks. I always love to talk about coffee. (laughs) That's all for today here on CityCast Pittsburgh. If you're liking the show, please tell someone, rate us, leave us a nice review, and make sure you're subscribed to our Hate Pittsburgh newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Talk to you in soon. Is there different treatment that you get as a barista or former barista, like a known entity in the community? I think so. Um, I think there's a little bit of a barista celebrity effect. I won't (laughs) lie. I do love that. (laughs)